Hello ladies, my name is Anne and welcome to Ladies Alcove, a place for women of ages ranging from puberty to late adulthood where we cover biblical womanhood and delve into topics such as mental and physical health, finances, relationships, femininity, fashion, motherhood, Bible talks, and a myriad of other topics that relate to women. In simple terms, it is to promote this, a healthy lady, healthy family, healthy connections, and purposeful living. So I invite you to leave a five-star review on the podcast for the algorithm and also to follow us on IG. If you would like to get in contact with me, you can DM me or email me at ladiesalcove at gmail.com. Now, the reason I started this podcast is to help educate us ladies in subjects that we may not always discuss or be well-versed in. I have talked a few times about physical health in previous episodes, but today I like to emphasize it and I'm going to specifically talk about my personal story with my gut health and share some tips and facts along the way. I also have a free resource for you that I have come up with and you can find it in the description box below. So it's basically what we're going to talk about and I hope that you find this resource, this PDF, helpful to you ladies. So the verse for today, you can read it with me, it's in the Bible, 3 John 1 verse 2, and it says, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. And that's basically what's going to encapsulate what we are going to talk about. We are going to talk about physical health and I'm going to talk about my personal story and let's get right into it. So, as a child, I was very problematic when it came to eating food. I did not like to eat at all. I remember my mom telling me that as soon as I started talking, I would say that I didn't want to eat. Anything she would give me, I'd be like, I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. And that was absolutely very problematic. My mom did everything that she could to try to coerce me to eat or force me to eat, and it did not work. (laughs) Looking back, I feel bad for her, but I just was not interested. And in my mind, as from what I remember, I just remember thinking that food was just a chore. It wasn't pleasing to me. Yes, the food tasted good, but it wasn't something that I just wanted to do so badly. I just didn't care for it. Um, And that continued until about the age of seven. So, you know, medically or developmentally, toddlers are in the age where they do not want to eat. And that's normal. But for me, not only was I a toddler and not wanting to eat, but I was becoming a school age child and still not wanting to eat. And as you can imagine, I'm pretty sure a few of you are parents. That's not very good at all. So eventually, my parents went to the doctor and the doctor prescribed medications for me so that it would stimulate my appetite so that I could eat. And after I started taking the medication, I remember one time being at my grandma's house and asking her for food. She looked at me in complete shock. She asked me what happened to me and I told her that my parents gave me medication so that I could eat. 
And that is basically to paint the picture of how much I didn't like to eat. For my grandma to look at me in complete and utter shock that I was asking for food paints the picture of how terrible this time of my life was for me nutritionally. I just remember that the only food that I always look forward to was Sabbath food because my mom often made salads. And I remember as a kid just really looking forward to being able to eat salads. Sometimes I would ask for more, but of course we had to share with the whole family. So I couldn't eat all of the salad that I wanted, which was really sad for me. But I really, really enjoyed the salads. And I think it was because of the dressings that my mom made. She had this lemon juice, salt, and oil dressing. And oh man, it's so delicious. And as I'm recording this podcast, I am preparing to make myself lunch for for today. And it's going to be a salad and I'm super excited and I cannot wait to eat it. Anyways, so after my parents gave me the medication, I started to be able to eat. I started to eat normally. And during my teenage years, and of course my growth hormones being at an all-time high, I began to eat a lot. I remember (laughs) one time my mom, I was in fifth grade, my mom made rice and I don't remember what else, but she made rice and I remember my plate being really high. And my cousin brought in her boyfriend at the time and he just looked at my plate like, how is she eating this much food and I'm not even eating that much food? And <laughs> I remember this vividly. But, you know, my growth hormones and um, just kicked in and I began to eat a lot. And I think that's normal because, you know, I was never an obese child, thank God. And I think that it's because me eating was normal for my age, but also because we ate whole foods. We ate a lot of rice, we ate a lot of grains, we ate a lot of vegetables. So it's not like I was eating processed foods to alter my my weight and make me gain weight and things like that. I did have a lot of acne though, which was not very pleasant, but overall I was not obese and diabetic or any of that. So I thank the Lord for that. Growing up, however, after towards my late teenage years and 20s, I started to realize that my digestive system was really slow. It would take me a while to get hungry. I would feel full for a very long time. I would wake up in the morning and not be hungry for, let's say, till like one o'clock or two o'clock. Or if I did eat breakfast, for example, I wouldn't feel hungry till about four or five p.m., And that wasn't necessarily good either, because if I'd get hungry, if I ate one meal, I'd get hungry when it's almost time for bed, and that's not healthy. We all know eating before bed can cause a lot of issues to your digestive system, and that was not cool. So I was just basically one of those people that could easily just eat one meal a day. I was like that for years upon years, and it almost feels like I have been like that all of my life. I knew that my eating habits and my gut health weren't good, so I tried to be consistent with my meal times. But, you know, I don't know. Sometimes I would eat and feel full because I just didn't feel hungry, but I would just eat it out of obligation and out of regularity so that I wouldn't be hungry at an inconsistent or inconvenient time. 
So in college, I tried to be consistent with my meals and then I became plant-based. Then I started my career and that made me realize that whatever I was doing was not sustainable. So like I told you guys, I tried to be consistent with my meals, but not all the time. And when I started my career, I realized that I really needed the fuel to keep going because my career is very demanding. So for example, in the mornings when I would go to work, I wouldn't eat breakfast sometimes. And then before lunchtime, I would start to feel faint. That's not good. So because of that, I had to be really rigorous when it came to eating consistently, not because I was hungry, but because I felt that I needed to in order to not get hungry at an inconvenient time and to be able to do my job. You can't be fainting at work. That's not how it works. That's not how life goes. You need to be healthy. So I had to really take it into consideration. But even then, doing the consistent schedules and things like that, something was still missing. I just felt heavy. I felt uncomfortable. My stomach, my my digestive system felt slow. I felt bogged down. Something had to give. So eventually I realized that I really needed to take things even more seriously than I was doing it before. And so I went on a raw fast. Now, what is a raw fast? So a raw fast is basically when plant-based foods are consumed in their uncooked and unprocessed natural state. And that in the fast is done in a certain number of days. So for example, if you're going to eat a carrot, you either dehydrate them or you eat them raw. Or if you're going to eat kale, you either dehydrate them, you massage them, or you eat them raw. So that's basically what it is. You don't cook them, you don't do anything. But with your raw diet, you can warm up food up to 104 degrees Fahrenheit or that's 40 degrees Celsius. So you can do that as well. But overall, the food that you are eating is in its natural state and you don't cook them or do anything extra fancy to them. You can, of course, make it delicious. And that's exactly what the the resource that I have for you ladies down in the description. I share some of the meals that I have and a list of things that I ate when I ate them so that it could give you an idea of what you can do if you decide to do a raw fast. So I went on the raw fast and it was really beneficial for me. I didn't mind for eight days, so Tuesday from Tuesday, but honestly on that last day, I just broke my fast at sunset because I was super super excited and eager to eat cooked foods. I just, I was done with it. The food was delicious though. When I, all the food I ate when I was on my raw fast was absolutely spectacular. Nevertheless, child, I wanted my chips. I wanted my rice. I wanted my veggies, my cooked veggies. (laughs) So I broke my fast at sunset, but then I noticed the difference immediately. But first, let me talk about the benefits of the raw fast that I noticed for myself. Number one, over time, my bowels regulated. So before my bowels were slow and I defecated irregularly. Usually how your intestines are really supposed to work is this. 
If you eat a meal, you are supposed to defecate. That's how it's supposed to be. That's how God created us to be. Some people use the restroom a day after they eat or two days. That is not normal. That is not normal. So for me, although I defecated daily, the contents of what I ate was from the previous day. So basically my bowels were working a day late. But from what I realized that when I was on my fast, my stool was becoming more regulated to be what I ate that that same day. I hope that that makes sense. So over time, my bowel was regulated. It wasn't perfect because, of course, I only did eight days. But I guarantee if I probably did 21 days, my gut would have regulated itself normally. So that was one benefit. Over time, my bowels regulated. Number two, I slimmed down. And I knew that that was something that was going to happen. So I purposefully didn't weigh myself or take my measurements because that really wasn't the focus. My focus was to heal or kickstart my gut health. And But what I did notice was that my clothes fit better. I just felt more toned and I just knew for sure, for sure, it was visible that I slimmed. I don't know how much if I lost any weight or anything, but I do know that physically I did slim down. The third thing that happened during my raw fast was that I had a bit more energy. I would wake up, I'd be in the kitchen all day, I'd clean, I'd do so many things and that it wasn't basic it wasn't me pushing myself to get these things done. I just had the energy and the motivation to do them. So that's something that I really appreciated during my raw fast. And the fourth thing is that I felt lightweight, especially when I drink juices. In some mornings, as you could see in the PDF file that you all can download down in the description, I drink juices in the morning and I just felt so lightweight and I don't even know how else I can describe it. I just know that I felt lightweight. I didn't feel bogged down like how I usually do when I eat cooked foods or breads or different things like that. I felt good and I felt like my stomach, my intestines were happy. I didn't feel hungry when I drank these juices. I felt nourished and it, man, it's a feeling that I just, I can't describe, but I just loved so, so much. And now the fifth and final thing was that my creativity increased. So I think that that's, I can say that was expressed, especially with my cooking. And the reason why I say that is because I usually cook my food. So I had to think outside of the box to make my raw meals delicious. And that is exactly what I did. I would come up with different ideas for what to eat for the next day and I executed them. And I can say that my meals were so, so, so delicious. One of the things that I made was tahini, um, tahini honey dip for my fruit. And it was so delicious. Like honestly, that tahini and honey dip is exactly what kept me going strong with my raw fast because at some point it was really, really difficult to keep pushing myself to do them. But because I made that tahini honey dip and cinnamon, it was so 
helpful to keep going and it was really delicious. <laughs> I had my dad taste it and he didn't like it because he said it's it tasted like mock peanut butter. <laughs> so, um, I mean, it tastes really good, <laughs> at least to me, but it really, really kept me going. So I finished my fast at sunset, although really technically I should have finished my fast until the, the next day. But on Tuesday, sunset, I broke my fast and I ate cooked foods. I don't remember what I ate. I probably ate chips, which is horrible to break a fast. And I quickly felt clogged and the difference was very apparent. I started to feel heavy. I started to feel like my stomach had just a whole bunch of food in it. I felt like I was going through indigestion. It was horrible. The next day, I also ate cooked food. I'm shaking my head right now. I wish you guys could see. Not good. The food was delicious, but like I said, I felt clogged. I felt heavy. I felt like there was food in my stomach. I felt like uncomfortable, to say the least. Now, raw foods have to become a part of my life. And I remember after my raw fast was finished, probably like the third day into my me going back to eating cooked food, I had a salad because I after this experience with raw foods, I can't see myself mostly eating cooked food all of the time. I now have to incorporate raw foods in my meals somehow, whether it be a meal or part of my meal or a whole day. The benefits are just tremendous. So if you feel that you need a change for your health, especially your gut health, here are a few tips. Number one, go to your doctor to determine what is going on with your gut. The doctors will take tests, do different things for you to figure out what's going on. Is there a specific bacteria that you need in your stomach? Do you have parasites? What is going on? And act accordingly. Number two, take prebiotics and probiotics. A lot of us, because we don't eat fiber, because we don't eat our fruits and vegetables, because we don't eat our nuts and grains, we are missing out on a lot of the micronutrients and a lot of the um, nutrients that our body and our gut needs, needs in order to thrive. So do take prebiotics and probiotics to help you. And of course, like I said, go to your doctor to determine what types of bacteria you actually need because some of these prebiotics and probiotics have specifics in them and you might already have enough of them or they might be ex or the bacterias might be exactly what you need. So number three, like how I did it, go on a raw or juice fast. That's really, really beneficial because you it helps your body to reset your liver needs to be detoxified and I wish we emphasized this more in the medical field but your liver needs to be cleaned some of us really stuff ourselves down with things that are not healthy so please go on a fast it could be a water fast if you can't do that don't do it it could be a juice fast or on a raw diet so that you can still eat get your nutrients during your fast or just skip a meal or skip two meals whatever the case may be sometimes our bodies just need a break and you can do your research on the different fasts and the benefits to see if that's something that you would like to do as well and I'll share some links down in the description for you all to research and number four do a colonic so what is a colonic 
A colonic is when large amounts of water, sometimes it may be infused with herbs or coffee, are flushed through the colon. And it's usually done with a tube, so it goes from your rectum to your colon. It washes inside of you and gets rid of a lot of toxins that may affect your gut health. In other words, it's hydrotherapy for your colon and it helps to flush out um, your large intestines and can remove parasites and other things that are in your intestines. So definitely I recommend it and it may be beneficial for you as well. And number five, exercise. Exercise is so important for many different reasons for your gut health. Number one, when you're doing exercise, it stimulates movement of your bowels. Number two, I know your bow your bowels are a one way of elimination, but also exercise provokes you to sweat, and your and sweating is another way of elimination. And um, exercise also helps you to breathe good air to remove any other any gases that may have built up in you. So exercise is just good overall. It helps with your gut health. It helps with your mental health, and also of course your gut is very linked to your mind there's some there's plenty of research on it and you all can also do your own research and i'll like i said i'll share some links in the description box below so ladies this is all that i have for you all this has been my journey this is what i did to help with my bowels i definitely will keep doing it physical health is very important if you don't have your health it's very difficult for you to live out your purpose in this life so I charge you to take care of your health, rest, do whatever you need to do, whatever it is that God is calling you to do right now for your health, do it. If it's rest, rest. If it's to quit your job, quit your job. If it's to take care of your mental health, do so. Do you need to change your diet? Do so. Do you need to exercise, drink more water? Do it. Do you need to trust in God? Ask him to help you. So this is all that I have for you, ladies. I hope that you were blessed. If you were blessed, I encourage you to please share it with others. If you have not done so already, write your review on whatever podcast platform you listen on. And also don't forget to follow on Instagram at Ladies Alcove. And I'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye.